0: hey guys and welcome to another episode of self-deaf sundays the podcast i think it's really clear that some of the learnings from this book has really helped ring so it gives you like a high level summary of everything that this guy had figured out the power of their subconscious mind and suggestions so excited to have another guest with me today who is Kat! yay Welcome. Okay. <laughs> do you do? You, is it Cat right? Not Catalina. What? How, what would you like me to call you? <laughs>
1: uh, honestly, I like both Catalina or Cat. Cat. Yeah. For us, because it's uh, we have the yeah. <laughs> I, I have the right to call you Cat.
0: Yeah. yeah. She <laughs> has a uh, the special visa pass. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I love it. Where is that
1: name actually from, though? It's uh from my Colombian side. Oh, no. So um, oh. you see, there's uh there's an island called Santa Catalina. Mm -hmm. and I don't know yeah it just it's interesting because I have Catalina and then I have Irene which is Mm. very polar opposite Irene and that Mm. and yeah (laughs) you're a mishmash a cocktail (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love it but yeah so
0: I met Kat from where we worked when I in the company that we work I was part of the graduate program and Kat was part of the apprentices we just helped each other out and I think we just kind of like knew of each other and then once I started launching my page and stuff like Kat has always like been like my like you supporting me and you know always like showing love so I was like you know what I need to have this girl on here because funnily enough we've never had like a sit down you know talking about each other's lives and having these conversations so I'm just so excited to have you here and welcome again and yeah
1: for people that don't know you do you maybe want to start off with your name age, and occupation thank you uh yeah so yeah my name is Catalina or Kat uh, whatever pleases, and I'm 21, and I am currently in university studying business and management. Mm. After taking a gap year from uh, doing an, a business administration apprenticeship, mm-hmm. as was mentioned before, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and you said you mentioned earlier you you work in part time as well, right?
1: Yeah. So pre lockdown, I was a beauty and fragrance consultant. Although I've had many gigs uh, during university, so I was. Dabbling in the waitressing, bartending world, which is very eye-opening and humbling, must I add? (laughs) Very, (laughs) Very, um, (laughs) yeah. Lessons learned. (laughs) Lots of lessons learned. I mean, at least I know how to make a Bloody Mary and a (laughs) Jaeger bomb. Oh gosh! But it really does. uh, It teaches you a lot of patience. But then I thought this isn't really helping me with where I want to go. So I did more of the selling side because that's what I'm interested in you know I wanted to return to sales sports I thought how what would I want to go into well, I like the idea of sales mm. before I used to be uh quite intimidated actually by the yeah. thought of going into sales yeah I thought, this is a very high powered role and it requires someone who is very confident mm. and very very confident in themselves not mm. just around life and um I think it took me a lot to be able to grow and you know do certain things like I started playing football with my friends and it's something as little as that you know running with the ball and shooting the goals and having the little bit of confidence in yourself to be able to transfer it in a professional aspect
0: yeah I mean that's interesting isn't it because you're right like sales is such a it takes a certain character to be in that role because it's very high pace it's all about building relationships you, you're basically influencing someone to 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 you know buy something off of you which is not easy because you're asking for the time the effort and mainly the money so it is a hard thing but I'm glad that you've kind of like even from your experience you've kind of learned that okay actually I can do this and you know you, you were like okay I can actually pursue that career so I'm sure that you know with the experience that you've had and and after you kind of graduate and stuff I'm sure it will definitely you know you will be you will thrive in that role when when it comes to it
1: amazing
0: (laughs) but yeah so I can like that's your you know your day job and and you're studying at the moment and I'm sure that you've got a lot like you mentioned like figuring out what you actually want to do and your motivations and stuff so my first question to you Kat is actually understanding you know like what really drives you as an individual and what would you say like your core
1: kind of motivation is in everything that you do in your life yeah so with what motivates me I like to think of it like a wheel Of many things that motivate me but mainly it's the fact that nothing stays the same so uh, I think there's a quote and I'm not sure exactly where I got it from but it's that the only constant in this world is change
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you can't just you know in life people and possessions they come and go and rather than hold on to them desperately thinking don't go you make me feel so good embrace their presence and em- pray embrace the fact that they've come into your life and when it's time for them to leave we never know when they leave which is sad but it happens mm. allow them to leave mm. and also the fact that time waits for no one so the fact that you know you can close your eyes one day and it's open them and it's sunny and then the next day you know it's a it could be a torrential storm like all mm. of the rain coming down things come and go and Just, you know, going through life and only being 21 years old, seeing the fact that, I mean, a great example is pre-lockdown. Everything was going fine for Mm. many people. Very good. Mm. Little did we know we would be in lockdown, not allowed to leave in quarantine. You know, relationships have ended. Relationships have started. New jobs have come about. We've seen the truth of how certain companies treat their employees, how much they really care about them that is something that very much motivates me to change and be a better version of myself. And my core value, it's family. Always, you know, the woman in my life, the men in my life, seeing how they, you know, the sacrifices they've made to put their family first and, you know, the life experiences they've had. My family from Spain come from a time where, I don't know if you know, you know, Franco dictatorship was there. There was a lot of issues going on in Spain during Mm -hmm. the, like, well, for a long time. they came over around the 60s so seeing what they went through and the fact that they had to leave really pushes me to always be grateful for what i have and being raised in london Mm. and then also just the fact that my family have always put us first Mm. always a close bubble
0: yeah i love that and i think like you're so right because i guess like just touching on what you said earlier on as well was like yeah nothing is yeah the only thing constant is change is so true like even in science right Our cells regenerate every single day like the sun comes up and goes down everything like you know nothing is like going to be the same and even when our loved ones in relationships like you think that you can hold on to someone forever but no like that's just the way of life right people come people go but i think it's what you do in the moment and and i think that the, the whole idea of like being present and embracing in the moment is so important because once you start attaching yourself to these individuals or objects you lose yourself, and that that's not like true kind of love in a way, um, because you're kind of using it to enhance your own ego or your ide- or own identity, and that doesn't serve you well But yeah, I think it's I think having that recognition recognition is so so important, and I think it just makes you live life in a bit more like freeing manner, right? Like whatever we're feeling, it's gonna pass, right? Whether it's good or
1: bad, you know. Exactly. It's what is it? Is there there's certain teachings about don't become so obsessed and don't attach yourself too much to the material possessions in life. Mm. Oh, you know, these, this expensive bag that you're going to buy or, or, you know, this holiday you're going to go on. Oh, for example, would you, you know, when people, the things people invest in, for example, yeah. like the, a really nice bag or a really nice holiday, one's going to give you unforgettable memories, mm. you know, a new experience, the ability to learn about new cultures and the other one, you know, might get stolen the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. You can't take that to your graveyard. Can you? You're proud of bag. <laughs> that's not exactly. how it
1: works. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It would be an interesting request for the <laughs> funeral people. Yeah. For the,
1: yeah. I, I'm a, I don't know what they're called. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funeral people. But yeah, that's so true. And I love like on the family side of things as well, because I can totally relate like, that sacrifices our parents and even our grandparents have made, right, so that we can have a better life. It, it's it saddens me sometimes when people don't use that and don't recognise that. But like you said, you've kind of acknowledged that they have done more for you, right? And like they've done everything that they've done is so that you can have a better life. And why why not use it to your best capability, right? And that's exactly what you're doing, like pushing yourself and doing things that you love doing and just just trying to be a better person, like you said, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and have you always had this, like, motivation? Or is it like, is this something that you learned over time? And, you know, like,
1: where, where did that motivation, co- like, come from? Uh, you know what? I want to be very candid here. From very young adolescence until probably around 14, 15 years of age, I feel like I wasn't even... Thinking properly, mm. like I wasn't even conscious in a way where there was a, an awakening that happened around 2014 year that year. Um, before that, I think I was just bumbling around as if I was a, a main character in the fun life. Right? I didn't really understand the impact that uh, my actions could have, uh, the way you interact with people and live life and be grateful. I just didn't really understand that, mm. and. Um, I think it was also just taking accountability for my actions. That is something that so many people gloss over when you have, for example, maybe you've had a mishap, you maybe offended someone instead of saying, I'm sorry, you got offended. say, you know, what did I do exactly to offend you? And all these things, it's always about being a better version of yourself Mm. and improving and always like an iOS update. The bugs and the fixes. How can I? Okay, I kind of messed up doing this. I want to improve. I don't want to be a fake person. Mm. I want to be sure about this and improve. I think that's a very interesting
0: angle to look at your self development, right? Which is the whole kind of premise of the show as well. Like, the reason that we have this iOS update is because there's something that needs fixing. And the only way you're going to recognize that is going back to your point around having an accountability and actually genuinely meaning sorry when you say it and I think action speaks louder than words always right like you can say sorry but if you do it again people are gonna lose like faith and trust in you right how long can you say sorry because people can clock right people aren't dumb like you can say sorry (laughs) by your mouth but if you're not not... exactly yeah (laughs) so I think that it's so important that the the only way that will lead to upgrade is by having those bug fixes, which is such an interesting way because everyone, everyone can relate to that analogy, can't they? We've all got iPhones, we oh. we've all had to press update later later for like multiple times <laughs> before they force that
1: update on you. <laughs> that's the thing as well. They force the update, and that's, you know, it's a, there's a proverb that my grandma always says to me, and it just frustrates me, but she's so right. She says, Life will keep serving you the same lesson until you learn. Yes, you you keep being late to work. Oh, honey, (laughs) consequences. Uh, you keep saying sorry, and the person is, I think, there's fault on both ends if you keep accepting a false apology and hollow words. That's that's something else as well that needs to be acknowledged. Mm. That person, but you know, keep entering failed relationships. Why think about that? Mm, That's
0: so true, and I think there's another layer there because you know, when. When our phone says "remind me later," the more you push it, the worse it's going to get. Because you're walking around with those bugs, right? It's like an interesting metaphor to look into. Because it's like, yeah, yeah. with self-development and self-upgrade, like the more you ignore it, the more you're walking around with those bugs, and the chances are you're going to get a virus or someone could hack you as an individual.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll be hacking ourselves. We'll be. That's that's actually very true. I didn't even yeah. An analogy upon an analogy. Yeah, because you started it and I was like, I took it to the (laughs) levels. But yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. I think like what your nan said as well, like that's so spot on, isn't it? it's
1: frustrating
0: but it's true it is is frustrating (laughs)
1: but
0: it's an interesting way to look at it and I think like you know you you mentioned the term like awakening and like consciousness and stuff like that and I think you mentioned on one of the work town uh one of the events that you practice buddhism right and do you think that has like you know helped you quite a lot and what made you kind of follow that kind of path in a way right
1: yes yes yeah um do you know what how how I came about to find out about religions about like jainism and buddhism i um this happened many years ago i was 15 and i think i'm not sure if i was in trouble or you know i got sent to the teacher's office or i was just asking for some hey books it, one or the other you know student life yeah <laughs> things happen in it <laughs> yeah you know sugar and I. life goes on um <laughs> And it was in the religious studies office, and I remember just waiting for the teacher to organize some stuff. And I was just looking at this poster he had in his office, and I thought, "Wow, it's, it's a wheel of religions, all the religions mm. and what they mean and the symbols and such." And I saw uh, that there was Jainism, and then there was also Buddhism, and they they quite there's some similarities between them. And I thought, I really after I saw that, um, what was it? It was more about the person mm. and being a better version of yourself rather than just that like, worshipping a single entity and such is mm-hmm. something I don't personally relate to, mm. you know, uh, just, you know, reading about the story also of the Buddha, where before mm-hmm. he was a prince and then he learned about the, I believe it was the, the four truths of life. Mm-hmm. And he thought life isn't all this method. It's all about what my dad was telling me. Like His dad was, you know, the king and he thought, Karma as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. Karma,
1: karma, karma. So the fact that what you put in is what you get out, although some might argue, do people always get what they deserve? You never know. Sometimes good people get treated very badly. Sometimes bad people get it very good. Mm. So, But for me personally, I like to think with good intentions, like you posted the other day, it was about the intentions, the purity. As long as you have a pure heart in the things that you do and the way you conduct yourself, it is very likely, and hopefully, touch wood that no harm will come back to you. <laughs> oh, oh, of course, yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because like
0: you kind of resonated with that, uh, you know, how can you control your own life kind of angle, and it just happened to be the buddhist teaching but i think a lot of religions teach the same way like similar things it's just what you resonate with and obviously religion is a whole another kind of black hole that people can take honestly yeah (laughs) people take it seriously and each to their own like if that's what you resonate with that's great but i think there's a universal truth there which is all around like you know people wanting to be in you know touch with the higher power or the source Mm -hmm. or whatever you call that you know something like god like who knows what that means but i think Every time you pray, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, some people don't believe in religion or God, but they only believe in them when they're in trouble, right? When their mm-hmm. loved ones sick, or when they someone's in hospital, then they're like, "I'm pray, I'm going to pray for God." But it's like, where did you, where was God when you, you didn't need them? Kind of thing. So it's like, if you believe in God or the universe or the higher power when you need them, why not appreciate them on the day on the day to day basis, right? Exactly. Um, so it's like a really interesting way of looking at that. But it's great that you kind of found, stumbled upon that little wheel and and the teachings that you took from it and also i'm sure it's it's helped you become a better version of yourself
1: right a hundred percent just the thought of you know the practices of meditation something as simple as that and when i meditate it's you know it's very hard you always try and silence those little thoughts yeah and but what i like to do is always imagine a white light around me Mm. it's like the energy source of purity and i also imagine it surrounding the people i love and that are closest to me i love that i want to protect them as well yeah and i think you know
0: when we think about meditation there's this angle around like light of compassion or like there's light light guided meditation as well and it's all around like this energy field right which you can't see in the physical world but you know it's there and i think that this goes back to I guess what we talked about earlier on intention as well. If you give out love, you receive love. And if you mm. give out compassion, you give compassion. And it's just seeing it in that way. And, and meditation is so, so helpful. And it is something that, you know, I I go through ins and outs of it as well. But, you know, what's worked for you as an individual? And like, it seems like you, you are kind of you not mastered it. I don't know if you mastered it, but like you <laughs> kind of gained a lot of benefits from it. Maybe for the people listening, you know, how did you get into it and what works for you and what doesn't work for you?
1: Yeah, so I think the best, the first, first step is to take it easy. Don't try and be the best ever mm. of meditation or of anything. Always, you know, think of yourself as baby steps. Like mm. when you're learning a language, you don't try and read a book. You know, you have to be, you're a baby in that language. So you are. Take but with meditation, um, I was actually doing an exercise. It was a three-week exercise with my uh, cousin. She invited me to do it uh, like virtually. She would send us these special voice notes and uh, these tasks that we had to complete. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I find, I think everyone should do this. Um, it was one where you had to write 50 people who had influenced you in your life, mm. in your whole life. And when I read that, I was like, 50 people? I can't even think of one. Well, I could, my mum. But, you yeah. know, I was like, like, that's it. That's the end of it. That's the end of that list. Yeah. <laughs> Just my mum, oh, mother. We're going to say, you know, the corner shop guy. Was, is he influencing me? What, we're going to add. But, um, it was yeah, it was a bit, that's what I mean. It's quite intimidating. But um, I went to the park and I thought, okay, I'm going to put my head to this, put, put pen to paper and meditate in the park and write down this list. Okay, and I actually managed to fill that list. Stop,
0: 50. I don't even know if I know 50 people,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, don't, I speak to like three people. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But, but um, it worked. I, I promise you it worked because I also put, I, obviously my family, oh. and I put with the, the key members, mm. I why, what like a keyword? what had they done? You know, my mom, her love has enveloped me, allowed me to grow. Um, and then I put my friends, my girls who've helped me so much. That They're like, they, you know, friendships, especially good, female, strong or male friend, friendships. They, they provide mirrors to help you change, not change, but update in a different way to family. It does. It's a different kind of support system,
0: isn't it? It's yeah. like... I'm doing okay. And, and they get you, right? Because they're in a similar boat
1: and it feels like you're part of a little community in a way, don't you? Exactly. Yeah. But you know, for the 50th name, I was struggling. But you know who I decided to put? Yeah. It's a bit cheesy, but I put my past self. Because if I'm honest, when I think about how I used to be, yeah. it always yeah. kind of cringes me a bit. But and I'm like, okay, because of this person and the things this person was going through and everything... I will always be a better version I'll be kind to the memory of who I used to be because yeah. I don't want to look back and be like she was so silly or she was this and that no she was she was doing her best yeah. yeah she was being the best version of herself and I'm doing that right now yeah that's such an interesting way like going back to what you said around reflection it,
0: it's so easy to forget what we've been through right but if the, your past self hadn't gone through what the past cat had gone through your current cat wouldn't be who you are today so it is about reflecting and appreciating your past as well because that is a huge character builder for your next phase and everything that you're going through right now is going to be the stepping stone for your next phase right it's that continual change like you mentioned 110 uh, percent yeah that's so interesting though you need to tell me
1: about this activity I need to, maybe I'll give it a go as well <laughs> I'll tell her to send me them and I'll send them to you oh my god please day two, do I couldn't do that one it was all about write down your debts and I was like no, I'm not there yet <laughs> you're I'm not it. there
0: yet you're getting there though You still, oh, here. You're no, in
1: no. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, god. yeah <laughs> so
0: to remind you in it <laughs> but yeah that's amazing I mean yeah I mean going back to the question you know around like what drives you that I think that's been such a fun way to kind of explore and kind of get to know you as an individual like starting off with that you know drive for realizing that everything is not going to be permanent it's mm. accepting that change will happen but embracing the change right like you said um also the accountability of your actions and what's worked for you and it just seems like after you're 15 when you were 15 like you said it, it was kind of like that awakening moment where you realize and in a way you were kind of enlightened right to really focus on what matters in life you know what can I do and how can I become a better version for myself and also my loved ones it's really interesting to kind of see that and I think I can resonate with you in quite a lot of things that you said there um and I think my second question now is actually going into any events that happened in your life right so um if I was to ask you you know that if there was one event on experience that shaped you to be who you are today what what's the first thing that comes in your mind?
1: I mean, yes, I can think of many, 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 many moments. But I can think in one point where it, it, yeah, towards the beginning where I decided, you know, enough was enough, stop playing around and take things seriously. This was during GCSE times. Mm. Um, to, Yeah, like, what, seven, no, six years ago, Um, I was on the verge of failing nearly every GCC I had. Mm. I was just lost. I was, I, it wasn't on purpose because, I mean, what a choice to make on purpose, right?
0: Yeah, it's like you played
1: yourself. Yeah, it's like, what type (laughs) of Russian roulette is this girl playing? Some (laughs) casino, like, taking risks. That's not the way, darling. But, But, um, I remember I was in a friendship group that wasn't really the best for me Mm. it was quite uh yeah i guess that's yeah i'm gonna have to say it as it is yeah it wasn't the best for me i sometimes i would you know tear up about it i'll be like oh my god like what is going on how comes i'm not connecting with these people as well what have i done wrong and it's like what it wasn't really what i had done wrong i it was more like we just were changing Mm. you know we're always our worst you know critics critics yeah yeah so i decided uh well i didn't decide it just came in like the the rush to pass my gccs when we got our mock results i was like oh my god this is intense so that was january i you know i had a holiday in puerto rico and i was like yeah i was chilling and i come back to these results and i'm like oh my god reality check Reality check, it was like a punch to the face oh while well, you were sipping cocktails in Puerto Rico, you
0: know. <laughs> <out here. laughs> Your mock results were struggling, <laughs>
1: <laughs> they oh were asking no. for help. <laughs> um, listen, listen, I, yeah, from when I came back, I was like, okay, enough is enough. I, enough I, playing I, around. <laughs> yeah I'm not playing around. I, we, I ended up losing that friendship because I realized the connection was gone and that, it hurt, but it also gave me the time I needed, the solitude I needed to grow academically, which was one of my big motivators. Motivators. Yeah. I didn't want to be repeating, you know, the course subjects. I was like, no way is that going to be me retaking mm. any. Mm. So I had a personal tutor for maths and science. I would go to school at 7.30 in the morning to revise and do my past papers. And I remember... Uh, going on holiday before Results Day. It was in Italy. I remember having a dream about my Results Day. And I had the paper, but it was blurry. The results were blurry, but it was kind of like an energy of saying, it's all good. I've passed everything. I had a dream that I'd passed everything. And when I got there, I'd passed everything. Oh my God. I got everything. everything. And on top of that, I had a little diary that um, I had written a note to my future self. And this is something I always do. And I recommend, I think it would be something that would be interesting to try. Um, my psychology teacher, had he, had he sat us down in class and said, like, all right, students, you're going to write a letter to yourself for the next six months, the next year. It was all about the self-fulfilling prophecy because that's mm. what we were studying back then. Mm. And I wrote to myself, I was saying, listen, if you don't get an A-star on this subject, it's okay, you tried your best. Just, you know, it's okay. Keep going, yeah keep going and i remember reading that note on the plane ride to london thinking like oh my god like i hope i've done good but that dream was comforting me mm-hmm. and reading that lesson thinking like i in my head i kind of knew but i was quite nervous and i am of course it. I'm like, yeah no, no matter how confident
0: and comforting you are until you have the result in your hand of, like yeah. in your hand it's hard isn't it because there's always going to
1: be that little voice like is it though you know yeah And it was, it was those grades and losing that friendship, which wasn't really a friendship towards the end that pushed me away and, you know, to learn more in my other subjects that I found passion in, but also I ended up finding different friends, better Mm. friends, you know, people I connected with more and who understood me and vice versa. I was in a state of happiness. I don't want to say bliss because bliss is where, you know, you're in a state where you don't even realize what's going wrong. It was a state of peace. I'd rather be in peace than in happiness if I'm honest. I'd rather know everything's good because happiness comes and goes. If you're happy all the time, how can you fully appreciate the different aspects of life? Mm.
0: Yeah. Do you know what? That's so interesting. Cause that's something I've read recently as well. Cause people strive to be happy, but mm. happiness is just an emotion as well. But I think if you're at peace it's like you're unfazed, like things can come and go, but you're still at pace. You're that stillness, like people use, people call it, right? But no, that's so interesting because I think the important message from everything that you said just now is the importance of having the right people around you. And I think my friend said it, Perry said it in the first episode, is like moving away from energy that no longer serves you, which mm-hmm. is so important, right? And going back to what you said around change and, and the only thing constant is change, in order mm. to change, you need to let go of the old you. Like, do you know how snakes, like, it's, it's a bad kind of reference, but when they need to evolve or grow, they shed their skin, right? Oh, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting analogy, but it's, it is about like letting go of your past and things that, you know, after a certain point, you're like, is that actually working for me or is it just hindering me or pulling me back? And I think what you did about the GCSEs and your friends is like, it will kind of happen in the same time to really push you to be like, okay, cat is now ready for that next stage of the evolution which is so so important and i think most kind of awakening or uh, or enlightenment normally happens when you are in need of it right like if you you don't just wake up tomorrow like i'm gonna be awakened now it's more of a
1: (laughs) do you know what i mean it's not like that simple right right
0: honestly but it is those events where you can't have you've had enough like you said that's what pushes you. So I think to anyone listening, like if they are thinking of giving up or is, it, is, is life going to get better? Like, you know, it, it, it will, right? It will, because the only way from the bottom is up. And I think that's what you need to kind of realize that
1: as well, right? A hundred and ten percent. Yeah. I think something else that's very important is uh, with three things. There's like a, a rule of three I like to live by. You know, forgive yourself. The things that you've gone through and the things that you've done, maybe um you know challenge yourself, think about why you are the way you are, how has your upbringing affected you? you know uh, maybe the way you were raised were you a group of siblings were you an only child? where did you grow up the socioeconomic level and and such
0: mm-hmm.
1: all of these things come into play, and just like you said, had you not gone through certain things, you might be a different person mm. you know had had you for me, for example, had I grown up with both parents, I might be a different person. But I grew up with a single mother, who did amazing for me. I think I came out pretty okay, so <laughs> you, still, know, I know. you know, still got my head on my shoulders. Yeah, going good. Um, but also, um, so there was also something that's really important. Uh, uh, you know, grandpa, right? The the How, tragedy, yeah. The tragedy yeah. 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 So I was at a walk last year to commemorate the the, the deceased, which was just, it was, you know, very sad, but you know, it was to be there in in as a group and just you know, sharing the memory and keep it alive. Mm-hmm. So there was a woman who spoke about saying, With the people in your life, thank them for being in your life and you know for the things they've done for you and such, and the memories you've built with them. Ask for forgiveness if you've ever done any wrong. And mm. even if you think you haven't done any wrong, chances are we probably have. We're not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also tell them that you love them. The yeah. people in our life are there for a reason. We don't keep people around like a pack of pencils. All yeah. right? These are people who, who, you don't know where you'd be without them. Be grateful. Love them for who they are and what they do for you oh for sure yeah
0: and I think this is linked to I think I mentioned it on one of the other episodes where there was a guy who was in an airplane and they said that the plane was going to crash so Mm. he knew that he was going to die right but then he the first feeling that he had the regret was how he didn't tell the people that he loved that he loves them and that was the first regret he had in that moment when they were like you're gonna die and then as soon thankfully the plane landed safely so he went to his room and the first thing he did is wrote like every single person that he loved, how much he loved them. And mm-hmm. I think that's such an important message. Like don't wait until it's too late. Cause so often, right. People only, I mean, it's not calling shots on anyone, but they, they only appreciate people when they're gone or like, you know, I wish I did this. I wish I didn't hold on to my, you know, grudge or I wish I had forgiven. And I think it's all good and well saying what you wish you had done, but why not do today? So I think it's yeah, just think. reminding ourselves like,
1: let your ego go that's the thing as well with um people who've done us wrong Mm. you know some people they yeah some people even keep a list right of names you know oh yeah those psycho girlfriends (laughs) oh see that's that people don't realize when they do that when they hold on to grudges it doesn't affect the person you're holding it against. It affects you. It affects oh. your mental health. You sleep over them. Mm. You, you're thinking about them. It's screwing up your face. Your emotions are just screwed. And I had a talk with someone who, they they just changed how I even looked at people who really done bad, like bullies or abusers and such. They said, these people are the way they are because of how they've been treated. Mm. So if someone walks up to you and they're like, you're ugly or I don't like you, this and that or whatever. That's their problem. Mm. That's because of the way they have their outlook in life, the way they see things. They're, yeah. they're, the glasses they have on are like dim, dirty glasses. Yeah. Right? They just it's need the a bit of a going. wash. <laughs> they need to go yeah. wash them and then re-evaluate, get get a you know, prescription.
0: Yeah, honestly. You know what? That's so true though because I think before we judge or criticise people for the way they behave, you need to look at the context of how they've been brought up. And most likely the reason that they're like that is because of the way that they've been been raised. And I think I mentioned this on my latest episode where it's all about the evolution of your soul. The reason Mm. that they're going through that is because their soul needs to evolve. And if that's the life that they chose and people look at them and you're like, I can't believe you're doing this or you're wasting your life. Actually you needed to go through that for a reason kind of thing. So it's like, obviously it, it, it's not the best scenario where people are you know not their best version or they're hurting themselves but in a way it's like they need to come to that realization themselves right and they will eventually even if it's not in this lifetime in future lifetimes um hopefully they will come to that realization that you can be kind to yourself and you are in control of your own life and your experiences and the events that happen in your life as well amazing Cool, so that sounds good. I think we got went off on a lot of tangents and that got kind of deep, which <laughs> is kind of ex- expected. But I think, like, obviously the podcast is all around Ordinary Tales, which is all about your life and the way you've been raised um, mm. and, you know, everything that you've gone through. And I think that's been such an insightful way to get to know you and your way of thinking and, you know, just how you look at your own life, which is, like, so kind of refreshing and also uh, very kind of inspiring from my part. Um, and now that we've talked about your Ordinary Tales the next part is all around extraordinary dreams which is all around your future and you know you're 21 like you've still got your whole life to look forward to and the memories and the impact and the people that you meet so it's just exciting to you know see what's out there and like i always say this is just the beginning right um but i think like from your point of view there's just one question i'm going to ask you and then we can kind of take it from there but cat what do you want your legacy to be
1: <laughs> Oof, the million dollar question right <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, I've lost sleep over this question, yeah <laughs> this <type of> <laughs> prepping for this yeah 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 this this um my legacy, so right, I don't want to go into too many tangents, but um, just to put it in a simple way, kind of I've always thought with life, you know you can build like an amazing company and that can be your legacy, right? For example, there's Google, there's Salesforce, there's YouTube, all of these places that they will have a streak. They'll, they'll leave their, their mark on life. Mm-hmm. Um, but with me personally, I want my legacy and just my life. It's more of a simple thing, you know, be with my family Maybe, you know, one day have kids and be with them and then have a successful lineage. You never know. But for me, success isn't measured in the job you have. It's measured in the way you live your life. Live it to the fullest and live it in the best way. Treat people kindly, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated, which is hopefully good. Mm. And um, also with that thing about, you know, losing sleep over my legacy, my legacy right so you know there's that thing about you know what happens when we die what happens Mm. when we die i you know just get really scared about that because obviously no one knows some people follow religion and that gives them comfort because it tells them this is what happens xyz Mm. personally i don't have that so i don't know what xyz is Mm. i thought do we go into the into the night will will i be forgotten it's always about you know what happens and the truth is, you know, you just have to go with the flow. I literally have a tattoo here in Japanese that says Shuganai. Can't see it, but it's a it's a Japanese phrase where they say Shuganai. It's raining. Shuganai. Oh, you didn't do your homework. Shuganai. Like life goes on. There's I love that. Happening. Don't be complacent, but you know, take accountability for the things. Mm. But don't stress over the big things that you can't control
0: oh yeah and i think that the idea around life goes on or like it is what it is like yeah. we move i think the, yeah. un- the underlying message there is acceptance right whatever happens you accept it yeah. and you're like you know it happens right let's let's carry on with life what, what you're going to do about it kind of thing and i think yeah. most kind of enlightenment and awakening happens through acceptance acceptance mm. of yourself acceptance of your loved ones acceptance of situations or individuals because the more you try and fight it you're trying to change something that can't be changed so i think that analogy is so so important right of of like accepting whatever happens and acceptance doesn't mean that you're going to get um disrespected because that's a different kind of angle again isn't it because you need to stand up for yourself but i think everything that he said around this legacy piece which is a huge question and you know we we might not know our legacy at the moment it might come in the future right what we say now could be different in 10 years time or whatever the reasoning is but i think going back to what you said around just being a you know doing the best you can maybe being a good mum in the future or, or something i think this goes back to again what we said earlier on around not uh, justifying or validating yourself through external uh Achievements like building a wow. company. I mean, if you do that, good on you, it Like, no one's like, okay, well done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no shade, like no shade.
0: Yeah, yeah, no shit. It's not like we're shitting on people that are making our life easier. Like, may <laughs> <Google. laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, exactly. Big ups. <laughs> but at the same time, like, it doesn't just mean that. It's about like you, like what what feels right for you. And I think this topic around death, like what you said, what happens after, is an interesting one. Which you know, everyone, including myself, is that fear of what happens next. But I think I read somewhere, it literally said like, you go back where you were before you were born, if that makes sense. Mm. So before you were born, life carried on, right? There yeah. was a life before you were born. And then your consciousness got put into this body that you're in at the moment to carry on this life as cat or Lumika, we're carrying on. And then when our physical body decays, your consciousness or so it just goes back to that higher power of the source and I think that just gave me comfort
1: mm. in the
0: sense of like this soul piece which is eternal and I think that I read somewhere it's like you are just a drop of water from a lake and you're always connected to that lake right just because you've been removed from that lake doesn't mean that you won't have connection to that lake because yeah. your components are still made of that lake and that drop of water goes back. So I think, I don't know if that helps you, but it definitely yeah. did help me kind of gain comfort into what happens next. And who knows what happens next, right? No, there's no one here to kind of leave any evidence, but it is this idea around going back to what you said around just acceptance. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's the big thing, you know, with not holding grudges and being a bitter person. Accept it, move on, well, understand it, accept mm-hmm. it, and live your life. Mm. You know, it's not that deep, as you know, we're saying. Some-
0: it, it really isn't like- that. It really isn't that deep, to be fair. And I think people love making things deep, in the sense mm. of, I can't believe they did that. I can't believe oh. she did that. Everyone loves a bit of drama. Like I mean, we all love a bit of drama here and there. But like mm-hmm. you know, some people thrives off of that.
1: They, yeah, like, they.
0: They desire suffering in a way. And it's like, are you right in the head? Like, are you They're mad? bored?
1: They're I bored. Think they need to go and do some like volunteering or something. They, they need to go do painting or like <laughs> <laughs> go they, not they climbing. Need, yeah. That's toxic. That's a yeah, stay away from those. That's bad vibes. Bad <laughs> you can tell when you're around people who are so nasty and negative. You they can kind tell. of scare me, you know? Yeah. Because
0: it <coughs> it scares you and it drains you as well. And I like energy's off <laughs> they're like ghouls you know when they feast stuff of other Yeah, or like genes.
1: dementors Do you know like when yeah. they suck your soul <laughs> oh god they no they legit are because you can feel yourself being drained especially yeah. your, you know like introvert extra, ambivert type of person uh, I can't deal with it that's why I'm uh. You know, it makes you take a lavender bath and then you can regenerate. <laughs> yeah. oh. Be filled with those crystals. <laughs> yeah, 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 you get those energy crystals, the candles, the, yeah. the full moon. Sense. You know, yeah. that, that divine feminine energy. Yeah, yeah. Man, oh. honestly. <laughs> yeah. I love that. But
0: yeah, thank you so much for sharing that as well, your legacy. And I'm sure that you will go on to do amazing things in the future. I have no doubt about that. Um, and yeah, moving on to the final question, which is all around your recommendation, because I think I mentioned as well, you know is there any kind of book podcast or something that you want to recommend to the people listening which you're like oh my god i want everyone to read it or it could even be like a quote or something that you live by from a self-development point of view
1: yeah of course um well obviously there's this podcast but they're already listening so big ups well done everyone well, <laughs> well yeah. done good on you yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done yeah yeah uh, step one is completed um i think it's definitely a book, i 'cause I'm I'm a book person. They're like sweets for my head, like I my brain. That. Yeah. You know, I was that kid that um, instead of the phone, because that I wouldn't grow up with phones, um, it was the book and they had to be like, Kathy, put the phone down. I mean <laughs> book. Whoa, do you see I'm so used to the phone? Yeah It's a different year, it's a different new girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, the the refresh. Um, the refresh. Yeah. That's <laughs> you know, I think it's the air sign thing, the quality of like restart, restart. Yeah, man, IS update. <laughs> hmm. um, there's a book, it's by Daniel Goleman. It's called Emotional Intelligence. Oh. Uh, I learned about this, you know right? I don't, I, uh, the name rings a bell, but have you got a copy or something? Ooh, I'll send you a picture of it. This book, guys, it's like holy grail for just emotional intelligence. So, so... I found out about this book because I did a module at uni about people management and leadership. Mm-hmm. And my tutor who is amazing, her name is Sandra. She uh, was talking about emotional intelligence and it was also about the state of the parent, child and the adult, mm-hmm. the way uh, the positives and negatives of the parent, which is the authority figures in our life and the positive and negatives of the child state, which is how we felt. And then the adult, which is the result us right now. Mm. but with this it was about you know how do you interact with people so we know obviously there's IQ everyone's doing IQ tests uh, psychometric testing, and the IQ is you know these are standardized tests to assess human intelligence um are you really testing human intelligence if you're just practicing the same test mm. you know that Einstein quote where it says how can you oh how did it go it was um you can't what well, a fish will spend its whole life believing that it's dumb if you judge its ability to climb a tree. Because yeah, fish don't climb trees. Fishes swim. Monkeys climb trees. Yeah, but, yeah. Different, different game, different level. It's
0: different league.
1: Um, yeah, different league. Really different channel. Different, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's all different. So you can't really compare them. And that's another thing, you know. Don't compare yourself. Everyone's different. Mm. Um. Whereas emotional intelligence is more about measuring a person's interpersonal and communication skills. You know, how do you understand people? The ability of understanding why someone is the way they is they are in a positive or negative way. Mm. You know, they've gone through some stuff. Uh, for example, there's a part of the book that talks about responding versus reacting to things. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've got a quote here because I wanted to just mention it. It's uh, about the fact that the rational mind takes longer to register uh, a certain event compared to the emotional mind. So, get, to give an example, uh, let's say you're having an argument with someone and they say something to you that you perceive in that exact moment. You're like, "This is disrespect." It's reg- registered disrespect. <laughs> 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 that is literally, the, part of <laughs> the disrespect. Like, yeah. so respect on my name come on man come on honestly yeah so in that moment if you react you might react by uh you know you might swear at them or you might throw something across the room you know really really negative stuff Mm. things that isn't recommended or you could respond and the difference between reacting and responding is the waiting period Mm. so with a waiting period you assess you know okay this is disrespect why have they just said this and how can i respond without causing any further like agitation you know Mm. just like that
0: Mm. i think that's so true and i mean firstly on eq side i think that is very very in in the workforce right i think to your point iq is all around like What, what, how smart you are on paper, but then eco is all around who you are as a human being. And I think like a lot of companies have realised that as well. Like you can have the most amazing grades on paper, but if you can't talk to people or present, or you know, if you can't read a room, then your your skills are down the drain. And I think Mm -hmm. what the example that you use as well is so so important because it's it's all around like trigger points, right? When you get triggered, Mm -hmm. our natural instinct is to lash out or react, but the highly the people with the high EQ don't react. And, and like you said, they take that time, that, that gap in the middle where rather than reacting, which is the impulse thing to do, you respond, which just seems a bit more like mature, like looking at it in a bit more mature and, and holistic way. Um, and I think something that I read as well was in EQ, it's not about the individual, it's about the context of the situation. Exactly. As if you are in a car and someone cuts you, You might think what the hell are they doing but they could be going home because their mom's ill or something right Mm -hmm. so I think it's like rather than judging them as an identity or an individual look at the context of things and EQ is all around looking at the situation looking at the other person's point of view and I think it's such an important skill to have and I don't know if it's natural or it it can be taught but I think there's from in my head I think there's a correlation with enlightened people and EQ because going back to buddhism and enlightenment it's all about compassion and showing love for others and eq is all around that as well which is all around how can i see it from your point of view how can i you know
1: just mean well for you right that little alarm and don't snooze it you know or else you know cheeky rhyme you'll lose it (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh,
1: <yeah>. very cheesy <laughs> oh,
0: that is very true amazing thank you for that recommendation and you picked one because that was good because a lot of people are like can i put two or three but you've actually stuck
1: to my request so thank you <laughs> I think it's the the most it's a key one you know because obviously you can you know how there's so you can tell a bit about a person in the way they work and how they like mm-hmm. to be People mm. person tends to be people facing roles, mm. people tend to be alone not interact much, tend to be in the behind the scenes. not always true, but generally with the people i've encountered i've seen it a lot, introverts, some people like to just stay away from it, but in life, you encounter people, so what's the harm in learning how to understand them people? exactly exactly, yeah, and I think you can you either be this or the other mm. it doesn't
0: mean you can't embrace the other right and I think the exercise that we did at work as well was if you're introverted, how can you better work with extroverts? Or if you're extroverted, how can you better work with introverts? Because most likely you're going to work with people that don't look like you, that don't think like you, but you're still going to have to work together regardless. So to make your own life easier, what can you do in your power to manage these situations, right? So, yeah, thank you so much for that.
1: No worries. Amazing.
0: Amazing. So thank you so much. Once again, Kat, that wraps up the podcast. And that was the last question. And, I mean, I have to say that was such a fun kind of, conversation we had right like I I, yeah. ha- I had I knew exactly this was exactly how it was going to go but even from the beginning like looking at what drives you as an individual um you know what kind of what you resonate with the most which was all around like the which was let me quickly have a look at my notes I've got my little note here <laughs> which is all <laughs> around the, the will of like the change side of things and the love for your family. Um, we we touched on this iOS update thing in one off on a tangent. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah. Can you, how can you upgrade yourself? And this idea around accountability of your actions, reflection, and also your kind of Buddhist teachings that you've taken on to like you know better yourself. And you know people call it the Buddhist teaching, but you don't need to align it to that. It's all about how to be a better human being. And I think that's exactly what you touched on. Um, and then moving on to like more the legacy piece. What do you want to be? remembered for which is all around being that you know doing what's right and rather than going off and creating something like Google it's just be like doing what you can with what you have and also acceptance of where you are and I think that's such an important way to look at life and I'm sure that you know this idea around acceptance and letting things go and also learning from people is such a important trait to have and I'm sure it's going to serve you in the future and then finally wrapping it up with the recommendation on uh, eq which is common theme that we've talked about throughout the, the podcast which is all around seeing it from other people's point of view why are they are mm-hmm. doing what they're doing and i think i think that's such a I, for, even from the conversation we've had like we could, i could just tell that you're woke like just to summarize <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, one yeah. word just woke, right? Right. <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for coming again and
1: hopefully that was a fun kind of episode for you as well to kind of talk and share your learnings very fun, and I'm glad to be on here. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Bye. Thank you, guys, once again for listening to another episode of the podcast. Hope you guys found it as enjoyable as I did recording it. And if you want to share some feedback or show some support, feel free to follow me on at Self Sundays with a double S on Instagram. And I look forward to catching you same time next week. Thank you. Bye.